The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Star Wars 7 by 7 episode 768. Today we are getting back to our Celebration Europe interviews. I've got a couple last ones for you, including this one right here that was really fun to record. Punch it, Chewie. Feel a disturbance in the Force? It's Star Wars 7 by 7 your daily seven-minute podcast with your host, Alan Voivod. Destiny Unleashed. Hey, Rebel Rouser. Welcome to Star Wars 7x7. I'm your host, Alan Voivod, and as you've probably been able to tell from the series of interviews that we've shared with you from Star Wars Celebration Europe, the interviews that I was seeking out had mostly to do with people who were already deeply involved on the creative side of Star Wars, whether they were directly involved in it, like Matt Martin or Amanda Jean Camarillo or Chris Clark, for example, who are working at Lucasfilm or for Lucasfilm on the movies themselves, or people like Adam Bray or Cole Horton or Jason Fry, who who are actually authors writing books about Star Wars, or Amy Ratcliffe or Brian Young, podcasters in the Star Wars universe, Steel Saunders, for example. So all of those folks who are deeply involved in Star Wars content creation. Now, there was an example of this that was sort of an exception to the rule, and that was around a gentleman named Doug Howard. Now, Doug, like me, had gone to Celebration Anaheim last year, and although I went solo, Doug actually went with a friend of his from Texas, but this year for Celebration Europe, like me, he was bringing along his entire family. And this was going to be very similar to another situation that I had hoped was going to happen, but didn't quite happen, and it's okay that it didn't, because Paul Lindbergh, who is a patron of the podcast and a longtime supporter, was supposed to be bringing his family to Celebration Europe, but instead they welcomed a new baby girl into the family. So congratulations, Paul, and the rest of your family, and I hope everyone is doing well, including that new little bundle of joy. But Doug and his family, I did get to connect with on the very last day of celebration, and it was funny how it had turned out because I was doing a live stream broadcast from inside the halls of the Excel Center in London, and they happened to catch the live stream, and based on the stuff that they were seeing behind where I was filming, they were able to figure out where I was, and that was how we met up. And I asked him and his wife and his two daughters that question that I've been asking everybody else, which is what is most exciting about Star Wars right now for you. So here, from a family perspective, after the entirety of Star Wars celebration are many different answers for the question of what is most exciting about Star Wars right now. Many different perspectives to consider. Here we go. So Sadie, what excites you most about Star Wars right now? Most definitely Rogue One. Yeah? Yes. You were in the panel, right? Yes. Yeah? And so what of the footage you saw, what was your favorite thing? My favorite thing? Um, I think it was, it would have to be the new character, and I accidentally forgot her name. Jen Erso, you mean Felicity Jones? Yes. <laughs> I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure. <laughs> That's awesome. Are you going to get, I don't know if they're actually selling it. Are they selling her action figure over there? Oh, not yet. Okay, but are you going to get one? Um, I'm hoping. <laughs> I'm really hoping. 
crossing fingers. And how about you, Doug? What about the Star Wars excites you right now? Man, there's a bunch, but I'm going to go with Rogue One right now as well. I, I've been excited about Rogue One, but this really amped it up this year. I mean, the, the panel was outstanding. And the image that they showed and how they showed it of, of the official poster, I thought was an incredible way to show the poster. So that's going to that's gonna be pretty much you know the, the big piece that really gets me moving and can't wait for December. It's just yeah. all the Rogue One stuff. Yeah, most definitely. Most definitely. <laughs> and do you want to say it too? I'm just excited about all the stuff I've learned this weekend. These two are the number one fans, or these three actually, and I'm tagging along, and it's just the excitement and the energy and stuff here has been a lot of fun, and I've learned a lot. So that's, and I'm excited about the movie. Their excitement makes me excited. Awesome. <laughs> but I love them. They're great stories. And that is going to do it for today. We've got one more on tap for you tomorrow, and then we will get back to our Rogue One and Episode 8 weekly updates on Friday this week. Stay tuned. Hey, Rebel Rouser. You're listening to this podcast. Maybe you'd like to listen to a Star Wars story, too. Luckily, we've got just the thing for you. We've partnered with Audible to give you a free download and a free 30-day trial of their awesome service. All you got to do is go to audibletrial.com SW7X7 to sign up and get your free download. They've got dozens of Star Wars titles, anything you want to do to explore that galaxy far, far away. One more time for you, audibletrial.com SW7X7. All right, let's do that trivia question thing, shall we? I've been waiting for this day for a long time. Last time we asked you what force powers Rey demonstrates in The Force Awakens, that would be mind control and telekinesis. You could make a case for a third one being psychometry, which according to Wikipedia, is the force ability of deducing information about people or events associated with an object solely by touching it, and whoever uses that ability receives input from sight, sound, and emotions. The case would be Rey touching Luke's old lightsaber and having all those visions, but according to Pablo Hidalgo, he sees that less as psychometry and more as a vergence around the lightsaber, which is a whole other issue, but two at the very least. Today's question, there's a statue outside Maz Kanata's castle. Who is depicted by the statue? Thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7. And hey, before you go blasting your way out of Moss Eisley, check out SW7x7.com for show notes, links, photos, videos, and more. And if you want to join the inner circle of fans, become a patron of the show at patreon.com SW7x7. It's not an Imperial spy, it's Destiny Unleashed. This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2016 Star Wars 7 We hope you love it.